Hey, everybody. No. <laughs> Is, no, we're reading. Hey, <laughs> okay, that's how you know that. Ashley's back on the podcast with me today. Um, there is a little bit of roughhousing, and Wait, are we actually going to start the podcast? Like yes, this? we are. Because oh, no. one might even say that that was a small form of bullying. Taylor, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, everybody. Who have a great sister relationship over here? We wanted to um, start off today's podcast by just thanking everybody who supported us on this new launch of our prayer journals. Again, it's not a new prayer journal in and of itself, but it is a relaunch of the prayer journals that we came out with. And you guys have received it well, but we also just want to say um, that this is really our pride and joy. This is how we are able to keep Coffee and Bible Time running is with you guys just supporting us. And when you buy our small business products like this prayer journal, it means and it makes a big, big difference um, in our lives. And it makes a big difference also in your guys' prayer lives. So we appreciate all of you guys messaging us with your prayer journal pictures um, and your testimonials through the emails. So thank you so much for that. The prayer journals that we have are available at coffeeandbibletime.com. And like I said, when you guys help support us as a small business, it it helps us keep going and it helps make our ministry um, stay alive. Yes, and just to introduce ourselves, just in case they don't know who we are, I'm Can Ash. forget to do that? Yes. I guess I got a little carried away. I'm Ash. And I'm Taylor. We're sisters who God has put together to run this business. And Thank you. Oh, you know what I just realized? If we were <laughs> two characters in the Bible, who would we be? Okay, I feel like this podcast is already all over the place. Who loves it already? Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, I just, boy. I don't know, something happened. I got a burst of energy. It's you the Lord. Did. I don't know, because before did. this podcast, I was like, Tootsie Pop. But no. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> before this podcast, she was like, Taylor, I can't. I don't have energy. And I was off the walls. Now I'm... <laughs> and <you're- laughs> Yeah, Taylor, okay, we're going to rewatch this podcast one day, like 20 years down the line. We're going to be like, what candy did we eat before that podcast? Yeah, and then we're going to be like, Lord, why us? Thank you, Jesus, for using us. Anyways, if we were two Bible characters, who we would, would be, be Cain and Abel. Wait, okay. <laughs> that no, took a dark turn. I'm um, I'm kidding. I think we'd be Rachel and Leah. Okay, <laughs> that is not any better. That's... That's worse. If you guys don't know who these Bible characters are, let's just say you need to go read those stories. They're in the Old Testament. Yeah. No. Who would we Early be? on. Paul, um, Paul and Barnabas? No. I was thinking um, <laughs> we would be Martha and Mary. Really? Because you... Okay. Actually, just No, kidding. I don't... No, I, we wouldn't. There's no one in the Bible. No. Never John, mind. John and... Uh, Andrew and John. No, Andrew and Peter. Peter and Andrew? Yeah, I'm yeah. not. No, you're Andrew. I'm Peter. Oh. Because Andrew was more laid back. Peter was more, like, kind of crazy. But the only thing about that is Andrew led Peter to Christ. 
<laughs> okay. So basically take away the only good part of who I would be in this cast. No, no, I'm just saying that. I feel like as your older sister, I kind of led you to Christ. So maybe it's the other way around. You're Peter, I'm Andrew. Okay, maybe I'm Lazarus. You're Peter. I think that's great. Okay, can we move on from this so people can Maybe I'm the truth? old man that they led down in this inside of the building. What? Why are we talking about what? I know who I am. I'm the talking donkey. Okay, stop. Okay, so, <laughs> ladies, I hope you enjoyed that intro, that four-minute intro. This is why I love laughter. doing podcasts with you, Ashley. It's not the same. Okay, we need to get into When this. I'm doing it alone, I'm making banter with myself. Yes, you are. It's amazing. Anywho, are you guys liking the podcast? We don't know if you guys like the podcast or not. There's no comments option. But if you do like the co- uh ooh, eat booba bop beep, if you guys do like the podcast, then definitely rate share with a friend. Share with a friend, rate it and um give a little um rating description comment thing. Or you could also give us a shout out on your Instagram stories. I'm not going to beg you guys to do it. Okay? I won't beg you, but if you're sitting there and you're twiddling on your phone right now and you're on Instagram, maybe this is a sign. Okay, let's get into the podcast. So it's been five minutes. So do you want to start us off? Sure. Today's podcast theme was inspired by Ashley and my conversation at a coffee shop the other day. We were talking about body image. Um, We were talking a little bit about food struggles, actually a lot about food struggles. It stemmed from food struggles. And we were just trying to ask ourselves, like, when we're struggling with body image and when we're struggling with food, what is the deeper issue, right? Because for a long time, Ashley and I were convinced we had no deeper issue when we were turning to these other things in life to fulfill us or satisfy us or deal with um, emotions. We just thought that, you know, maybe we enjoyed food a little extra and could eat. Uh, 10 pizzas, three large Cokes, diet fries. <laughs> okay. okay, I just said diet fries. Um, Diet Cokes, French fries. We just thought, you know, that that was normal. We were like, there's no deeper issue. Um, But then we were really talking about how, you know, when poop hits the fan at college and you have a workload, you know, those teachers just pile it up on you. Or maybe you have a real job and your job uh, is piling workloads on you and things get stressful, where do you turn to? And addressing where what you're turning to and seeing like, is what I'm turning to biblical? Is it helping me? Is it hurting me? And where does God want me to turn to? And how should I be addressing these deeper emotions that we're feeling right now? Because when you get in a cycle of maladaptive behaviors or behaviors that are hurting you, um, you really want to not let that go on for a long period of time unaddressed, but you want to take that time to slow down and be mindful of what even is going on inside of my head right now because it's a swirling tornado. It's a messy, it's like if, as it's as if your head space was like your messy room it's clutter everywhere it's overwhelming you don't know where to start you don't know what to do with it but you know ultimately in the end when it's cleaned up you're going to be able to um live a better life 
Yeah, and I was going to say, for for me and Taylor, we turn to food easily to <clears throat> try to fill a deeper hole, but there's other things that and people... regulate emotions. There's other things that people turn to, like social media addiction is a huge one. Yeah, I turn to that too. Netflix addiction, um, what else? YouTube's a big one. YouTube addiction, I mean, obviously the typical, like alcohol or drugs or like trying to numb yourself even reading reading of course reading fan fiction regular books literally anything just fantasies anything literally anything escaping in any way or trying to numb or trying to fill a hole or trying Music. to avoid com- um trying to avoid feelings and things like that so really um when we say that we struggle with food and stuff we're just saying that we turn to food it's our coping mechanism. And actually, can I just tell them a little bit how what we were talking about at coffee shop? So, <laughs> um, oh, by the way, this is Ashley, older sister. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that for the people who, like, don't really Peter know who we Andrew. are. Okay. I'm Andrew. And, <laughs> anywho, so, recently, as I've been back at college after covid um i was thriving during covid it was what i needed and then i went back to college context because she's a home learn what theology is and how to study god within the bible in course number seven of our in-depth bible study academy in this academically built course, you will learn the tools to study God's character and nature within a Bible passage and how to grow closer to God relationally through Bible study. This course titled Theology, Knowing God Through In-Depth Bible Study is packed with teaching lessons, homework, quizzes, and a resource list for personal study. Head to our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, to learn more about the Academy and course number seven today. Use promo code CBT Podcast, that's CBT Podcast, to get 50% off this course right now at coffeeandbibletime.com. I'm a homebody. I'm an introvert. I'm a, I, yeah, my, yeah. Anyways, so my um, past negative destructive food habits started to rear its ugly head again. And I noticed that this time around, the second time or third or whatever the heck time it is, that it reared its ugly butt ugly head in my life. I (laughs) I was just like... Okay, this time around, I have so many more tools. I've been through counseling. I've been, I've been through this. I've learned the tools to help me. And this time around, I'm like, okay, what is the deeper issue to why this, these bad habits are coming up? Why this me turning to food is coming up? Why I'm avoiding emotions? Why I'm avoiding these things? Like, what's the deeper issue? And so I really just, have been clinging to the Lord in prayer and searching scripture and letting it bring me to my knees and humble me and and using it as an opportunity to say, okay, what is going on in my heart? Because obviously there's a deeper issue happening and I don't want to just ignore this. I want to really, you know, emphasize 
this prayer of in in the Psalms. I think it's Psalm 139. But search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there be any be- grievous way within me and lead me in the way of everlasting. So it's the searching of the heart. And it's saying, Lord, search me and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. And it, it's got to be the Lord who, who searches. And it's got to be us turning to him and saying, lead me in the way of everlasting. And so I think that that's what I've been doing as this, as this has come up again, as this stressful time has been happening. And girl, God has been teaching me a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. Care to share? So I actually have my coffee and Bible time prayer journal shameless plug that you should go get one but in my coffee coffee and bible time prayer journal in the confession tab i i wrote out a lot on this one page and maybe i'll make a blog post so i can show you what i wrote out so i'll we'll do a blog post with this and link it or it'll be on coffee and bible time.com because you can't link things here i guess um so This is what I wrote on this page. And this is actually a quote from my friend Molly's blog. The deeper he calls me, the more he tells me to let go. To let go of my plans, my comforts, the things I have confidence in. That quote from my friend Molly's blog touched my soul, touched my heart. Because I'm like, this is where my issue is. Is I'm not letting go of my plans of my comforts and of the things i have my confidence in that aren't of the lord Mm -hmm. and i just realized that one of those things actually i've known this for a long time but i don't know god just revealed it to me in a different way this time so i'm trying to fill my heart with these things and initially i go to okay i really want to be in a relationship like i think that will fill this hole in my heart and when that doesn't happen and when these dreams I have of wanting to be pursued or Same. or liked or chased after or whatever, mm-hmm. when that doesn't happen, I feel I then end up feeling lonely and I feel sad and I feel wonder why no one wants to be with me and like, yeah. am I ugly? Am I too way too much? Am I too this or that? Like, does yeah. it come back to my appearance and things like that? And so then I realize, okay, like a boy's not there to fulfill me and then I go to my looks and my looks aren't fulfilling me and aren't enough for me and then I turn to food and food seems to promise a lot in the moment but that doesn't end up fulfilling me at all feel so stuffed from food and yet feel completely empty yeah yes and so yeah I mean I, I was just journaling about all this and then just realizing like I am so empty like and I just realized my soul depravity and and it goes along with Matthew 5 3 which says blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven and God just bringing me back to what Jesus said blessed are the poor in spirit happy are those who recognize their emptiness before the Lord and come before him on their knees and say God I am so empty nothing works I I'm not satisfied by anything and I'm turning to you God because I'm gonna trust and have faith and believe that only you can fulfill me and it's hard because it's 
it's a constant turning to the Lord to ask him to fulfill you. Mm-hmm. And and it's hard because faith is believing in in something you can't see, in God who you can't see. And it is hard and it's extremely and it's just like I don't know, it's in that moment of of me in my confession tab in my in my Bible in my prayer journal just saying like Lord I feel so empty and I need you and I need you and I need you and I need you and that's all I can say sometimes is I need you I think it's hard too because people they feel the same thing that you were saying of how you know they feel empty and and like they feel the depravity um, inside themselves but and they also feel that faith is hard because it's believing in something that's unseen um and it, it sometimes feels like there's not like word what's the concrete next step that you even take when you're in those low places and I feel like the obvious Christian answer would be to pray but people you know write that off right away because they don't know how or they mm-hmm. feel like you know, God doesn't listen to me like he hasn't listened to me in the past. I've had no audible replies or I don't even know how to talk to God because I'm in this really bad place where I know that I've turned from him time and time and time and time again. And maybe the Holy Spirit's been convicting me time and time and time again. And I've turned away from him and I don't feel like I'm in the right place to to receive um, an answer from God. Yeah, and, and I know a lot of people feel like that and... And I, I'm so thankful that you said that because I just want to encourage you if you feel like that. Like, okay, where do I go when I'm feeling this extreme emptiness? And and like Taylor said, it's like, okay, you know I need to pray or turn to the Bible. With a little eye roll. That's but I'm, I'm going to give you a pushback and I'm going to say, even though you're not feeling it, even though you're not wanting to do it, even though you don't believe or, or have faith in that moment that that that's going to help you do it anyways. And I'm just going to be that blunt. And I really am. Because if you read through the Bible, you see that faith and belief transformed people's lives. Like, and I'm even thinking about um, the, the Bible or the story in the Old Testament, Taylor, you just read this. It'll be fresh in your mind. I haven't read it in a while, but um, Caleb and... Joshua, when they went into the promised land and they, they excavated it, everybody else was like, there's no way we can, we can come into this promised land. But Jacob, Jacob and Joseph, Caleb, I'm so sorry, not Jacob. Why did I say Jacob? Um, Joshua and Caleb had faith and belief that God promised us this land and we're going to go in and it's faith and belief. And it's saying, okay, God, you promise you're going to fulfill me? I don't feel it right now, but you know what? What the heck? I'm going to get on my knees in prayer because I'm going to have faith that you are good and that your promises are so stinking true. Mm-hmm. And that promise is, is that you will fulfill me. Mm-hmm. And I will wait on the Lord. The Bible talks over and over again about waiting on the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that will strengthen our faith. Perseverance. Mm-hmm. The Bible literally never says you're going to get what you want in a second. You want to be filled? Fine. You're filled now. No. It says wait on the Lord. It says 
Blessed are those who persevere. And those who meditate. Yeah. And so, anywho, I'm going to tell you right now. You're not going to feel it in the moment, but you do it anyways. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Mm -hmm. So, in my prayer journal, I wrote just a bunch of things. And I just, I was, see, this is why, ladies, prayer. Because God revealed so much about what was going on in my heart in that in this prayer session I had um and this is the prayer that I started with this is the prayer that I started with in my prayer journal God and this isn't beautiful but I just wrote it in the moment God fill that hole in my soul that longs all day begs all day grasps all day and yearns all day God fill that hole in my soul that kicks all day cries all day wrestles all day and complains all day God, fill that hole in my soul that hungers all day, thirsts all day, mourns all day, and grumbles all day. God, fill that hole in my soul, the one you purposefully created to be set apart and fully consecrated. That is really beautiful. That's what I started my prayer time with. And this is how it came to to a conclusion. And God led me to a bunch of different scriptures. But I just ended up realizing that I have been so focused on myself. Me, me, me. Like the root of all this is myself and how I haven't, like I'm just focusing so much on myself. What do I look like? Like wanting to be in a relationship, wanting to be the skinniest I can be, wanting to be the most beautiful or have the most friends or get the best grades and just putting myself at the center of everything. And me in the center is not living in freedom. And I'm going to read you guys just a few scriptures, but I don't know. I was just reminded that I need to get myself out of the center and fix my eyes on Jesus. This scripture, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Jesus said that. Romans 6, 6, we know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we should no longer be enslaved to sin. So there it talks again about crucifying your old self, dying to yourself. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I was reading quotes from Mother Teresa's book. She truly did live as if she died to herself. She says, if you are humble, nothing will touch you, neither praise nor disgrace, because you know what you are, and I added, into who you belong. I was shook by that quote because I'm like, if you are truly humble, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks of you. It doesn't matter if someone praises you or if someone throws hurls complaints at you or disgraces or you're ugly or you're fat or you're this or that it doesn't matter why because your foundation and your hope is in Christ and and yes those things might rock the boat but it's not going to tip you over You're on the solid rock this is another quote from her book poverty is freedom it is freedom so that what I possess doesn't hold me down so that my possessions don't keep me from sharing or giving of myself 
And I saw that as what I possess doesn't hold me down. My looks, my money, my things, my even relationship status. I just love how her life was so focused on the Lord. She had nothing. She literally wore the same nun outfit every day. She she didn't have the distractions of the world holding her down and she was very radical and I'm not saying we're all to live our lives as radical as Mother Teresa did but what I am saying is that she can be an inspiration inspiration to us Jesus can be an inspiration to us of how we should live our lives and that is just setting ourselves aside and and then these things fall to the side like me worrying about how beautiful I am fall, will fall to the side. Me worrying about my weight will fall to the side. Me worrying about these things will fall to the side. And here is where I wrote a sermon in my prayer journal. I didn't think anyone was going to see it. And ladies, I'm very sorry if this offends you. And I just wrote this honestly for for only me and God to hear. And... I didn't think that anyone else was going to hear this, but, and I'm not saying that any of these things are bad, but what I am saying is that our generation is severely focused on self. And I wanted to write this out to God to put my focus back on him. And this is what I, this is what I wrote. God is looking for humble, faithful servants, not skinny beauty queens, not big butt, big lip Barbie dolls. Not fake tan, false lash popular girls. Not picture perfect Insta baddies. Not TikTok famous celebrities. And then I wrote, God loves us and takes us for who we truly are inside and out. We don't have to live up to a certain standard for God. Our soul is longing for someone to take us for who we truly are. And we're all saying, will you take me as I am? God's value system is not even close to the world's. The world values anything and everything that is fleeting, vain, and empty. God values the heart, love, the soul. God values kindness and selflessness. God values humans because we are made in his image, not because of our looks and our money and our popularity and our stuff and how great our Instagram is or our Pinterest or our whatever the heck and how good our grades are and how many friends we have and and the list can go on and on and I come back to this verse charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised the Bible literally says that charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting like I just want that to sink into your soul like, I want that to sink into my inner depths, is that what the world values is our looks, our beauty, our size, the size of our lips, the size of our butts, the size of our waist, the color of our skin, how long our lashes are, how thick they are, like, the clothes we're wearing, the brands we're wearing, and God says, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, like it's it's gone it's here for a second and then gone but a woman who fears the lord is to be praised fearing the lord looks like coming before him and recognizing that we are nothing without god it's recognizing that there's more to life than just the 
color of our skin or how straight our hair is or curly or whatever whatever standard you think you have to live up to life is more than that because God is saying I am here and I will take you as you are and I think we're all in a way all of us women are 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 searching we're we're saying will you take me as I am we're searching to guys will you take me as I am how my size my jean size my my face my makeup my this and that we're we're saying that to our friends will you take me as I am we're saying it to our mentors and the people we look up to we're saying it to celebrities we're saying it to anybody that we can is will you take me as I am we're saying it to our cats okay <laughs> and and we have someone we have the lord who's saying I will take you as you are. You're beautiful. I love you. I made you. I will literally take you as you are. Who you are in your room when you're on your knees in prayer, in your pajamas, I love you for that. He'll take you as you are because he made you as you are. Exactly. So, I mean, that was all in my confession section in my prayer journal. And this last verse I'll say, and then Taylor, I want to hear your thoughts on all this because I literally just word vomited and I'm so sorry. Whoa, Thanks for listening that whole time. That was true. But this verse, Matthew 16, 26, and this is a stinger. Like this is a sharpening verse. It says, Jesus said this, for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? If I gain all these things that I want, a a husband, good looks, a skinny body, likes and affirmation on Instagram, having my artwork praised and valued and in a museum, if I gain the whole world, I'll still be empty because I'll be forfeiting my soul. So we need to focus back on the things that are unseen and that is that we should be fearing the Lord and focusing on our hearts and turning to him with our everything. Yeah. I mean, what do I have to say? I can't believe you asked me that. I feel like I... I don't have anything to say. That well, was so look, good. I just poured out my heart. I'm like, I don't even know if that was good. I don't that know if was, people are going to okay, get it. Okay, okay, okay. Words of affirmation, Ashley. That was phenomenal. That was that was the Lord speaking through you. That yes, was true. God. And- that was inspired. Okay. And um, there were so many times when you were saying those words that I was like, this needs to be made into a song because it was so relatable. And it was, it's... It's some of those things where you're speaking it and it resonates so deeply in the soul that I feel like if it if it were written into a song, it would, you know, bring tears to people's eyes and it leads them to to worship. And when you are able to write all these things out the way you did and then preach it, it um it really like it like you said, it's like you don't even realize these things until someone speaks truth into your life and you're like, "Wow." 
I really was trying to find my security in all these different areas when um, I need to be finding my security in Christ. And a lot of times we're insecure and we don't even know it. Mm-hmm. We don't even know that we're insecure because we're putting a lot of quick fixes and band-aids over ourselves and we're calling it good when the reality is that at the end of the day, like you said, we're empty and we need to be filled continually, coming back to be refilled by the Lord. And I feel like something that is hard is in our day and age, everything is so fast. You get everything fast. Everything's quick, mm-hmm. quick fixes mm-hmm. that we come to God with the same expectation that I can be a lazy in a sense and come to God and I should expect the same results. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read... I'm going to flip to a random page in my Bible and read one verse and I and God that better fix all my problems today mm-hmm. instead of realizing that God calls us to meditate on his word, to soak it in, to come back and to be refilled with the spirit every single day and it's not a quick fix mm-hmm. and why? That's because our life and everything that we do is meant to honor and glorify God. So we shouldn't be asking how much can I get, how little can I get away with Mm -hmm. in my time with God? And instead be thinking, how much can I fill up Mm -hmm. and just be overflowing in my time with the Lord? Because guess what? At the end of the day, at the end of the life, at the end of our life, it all comes down to one thing. And that's our relationship with God. And God's been calling us all along to come back to him, to find our security in him. And I think you hit the nail right on the head. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because our generation is so, and, and, and every generation has struggled with this, but just so worldly focused. Like we, we, we put our value and our sight and everything on what we can see. Mm-hmm. And, and this is something I tell Taylor all the time, but... I am an alien. I don't belong here. And I don't want to live my life like this is my home. And I, and I, I just constantly like scripture reminds me of this, but I forget it so easily. And then when I remember it, I'm like, I'm like, okay, Lord, I need to re put, fix my heart back on you and re dedicate my life to you again because it's like with anything like even money like I can start to get greedy in my head Ooh, I'm gonna save my money for this or buy this or that and I'm like no like I don't belong here I don't want to accumulate more things like I don't know but my natural tendency isn't to just love the Lord and follow him with my whole heart. That's not my natural tendency. And that's why we need the word. And Mm -hmm. that's why we need to recenter our hearts in prayer. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, obviously I could go on for a million years, but I don't know. I'm just so thankful for this time that I spent with the Lord and just like coming back home from college and just recentering my heart on on scripture and prayer. And, And I just want to encourage you guys, ladies, to close this podcast out. Um, we're all living a busy, crazy life. And I think sometimes that's the American way of things or the worldly way of things. And sometimes I think we need to just stop and come 
back to the Lord and back to quiet and back to being still and to just sit before the Lord and to humbly come before him and remind ourselves that we need him and that the, th- the things we feel in our day, to just set that aside for a moment and to come before him. So I want to encourage you guys to do that, to just sit at his feet and say, God, search me, know my heart, try me, know my anxious thoughts, see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. Amen. Thank you all for listening. Um, And like we said, we come up with podcasts every Tuesday. And I just want to encourage you guys to go check out the blog post where Ashley's going to be showing her page of this prayer journal. And if you feel compelled um, or if you'd like to support us in our ministry to just get one of these prayer journals. Um, Like I said, it'll bless you guys, but it's also such a big blessing to us. So thank you guys for supporting us in that way. And we'll see you next time. Share with a friend. Bye.